Whipdash, Season 1, Episode 3. I'm Matthew Rowe, the host and semi-willing participant of Whipdash, and I'm here every episode to complete an outline to a freshly generated story idea from scratch in real time. Join me on my trip through my spontaneous writing process and the creativity leaking out of my brain. This episode is sponsored by that feeling you get when you're interrupted. Disclaimer, every episode is a ramble. I begin knowing nothing about how it will go and the length is unknown. But it's a learning journey as much as it is a trial. Once again, I'm sat with my open blank word processor document, and today's prompt comes courtesy of a very useful app, which I got years ago, but I just found out is still usable um, when many apps have died. It's called The Brainstormer, and it's basically got these very nicely designed, what looks like pinwheels, and there's three of them, and on each one there's um different elements of a story there's kind of like um a journey or plot theme there's a setting and then there's like a character or item wheel and if you press the dice button it randomly spins and gives you your idea for a story so that's what i'm gonna do pressing the button now and i've got Becoming Fortunate, Enlightenment, and Monument. Okay, so let me write those down. Becoming Fortunate is our plot theme. Enlightenment is our setting or genre. Um, Seems to be a mix of different things. And our last element is Monument. So this is a prop or something that will appear in the story at some point. So this is kind of a strange one. Um, The immediate image I have is kind of a Rocky movie celebration. Uh, Some guy with his fists, fists in the air, with the Washington Monument behind him. Caught in the glow, in the glow of a sunrise or a sunset. Um, hmm. <laughs> to be honest, that's probably the hardest one I've got. Um, I've thought these ones were hard before, but I've always kind of pushed through and not give myself room for doubt, which I think is very important. For a task like this, but I'm really not sure to make up of this one. Um, I'm kind of getting elements of Captain America and the Winter Soldier as well. That opening scene with Cap running around the Falcon. Um, yeah, but story-wise, this is interesting. Becoming fortunate. So the character is going to get better off. It's going to be a rising arc. Enlightenment is involved. Does he achieve enlightenment? 
And then the monument, the monument is important. Is this a place he's been trying to get to? What does it symbolize to him? Is it just somewhere he wants to go or is it, does it have a deeper symbolic nature? Hmm. It doesn't have to be Washington Monument, but that's just the first image that came to mind. Um, so where do we go with this adventure? So it looks like we've got more of an ending here, but it's very definition. I have to end on a high point. So this is going to be some kind of enlightenment journey. Okay, so let's go straight into plot points since that's where it's thrown us. And uh, as you can see, um, every process I've done so far is different. Depending on the idea, I've decided to focus on different things. The character of the minute I don't think is too important. Who he is, what he looks like, etc. I think the important thing here is his journey. How is he changing? So it ends with him succeeding at the Washington Monument. So why does he want to go there? And what is his low point? How far are we going to change? How far is this guy going to go? How are we going to change this guy? Is it as simple as going on a trip? Um, hmm. I would have liked some more character elements in this enlightenment monument. So he's reaching enlightenment. Something about the Washington Monument allows him to achieve inner peace. Inner peace could be key. Inner peace is his goal because his life is so chaotic, because his life is so stressful or chaotic. Or maybe he's just plagued by the regular mortality of being human. Hmm. But again, why would going to the Washington Monument trigger this enlightenment or signify enlightenment? Maybe I need to do some research for this one. I don't know an awful lot about the Washington Monument, except that it was in the Spider-Man movie and several other movies. So let's just take a quick jump over to the government website. Do, do, do. Um, some COVID alerts. First in war, first in peace, first in the hearts of his countrymen. I've just Googled and got the government website for it. Uh, to the immortal memory of Washington. Timeline shows how the plans to memorialize first president were realized over more than a half a century. So why was this made in to respect Washington? I'm going to have to try and scan this very quickly. Uh, Monument Society is founded. The National Monument selects the design. The original design called for a 600-foot obelisk with a nearly flat top. The obelisk was crowned with a statue of Washington in a chariot. But that was too expensive. Uh, so they're just honoring Washington because he's Washington. It doesn't say why. I mean, we know 
good things about Washington, but I just wonder if there's anything particular about his character which might give me some clues. Mm, not really much here I can work with. It's already talking about restoration. Mm, wish I'd paid attention in history class. Or, you know, been born in America. No, take that back. Okay, Washington Monument, Baltimore. Let's look at Wikipedia. Wikipedia is always straight to the point. The monument was designed by American architect who designed the later Washington Monument. Construction began in 1815. Well, this is a different Washington Monument. Okay, I want... I want the famous one. Okay, the obelisk. To commemorate George Washington, once commander-in-chief of the Continental Army in the Revolutionary War. The reflecting pool. Okay, reflecting pool. Maybe it's the reflecting pool that's important because that has enlightenment properties. Enlightenment um, theme to it. The reflecting pool. So let's make it more about the reflecting pool. I think that makes more sense. Succeeding at the Washington Monument because of the reflective pool. Of the reflective pool. Because uh, I'm pretty sure there was some kind of Buddhism story about seeing the moon in water and somebody achieving enlightenment because they saw the moon in water. It would be nice to mirror that. Sees the rising, but we'll make it the rising sun since that was my image. Sees the rising sun in the pool and reaches enlightenment. Hmm, I still don't know why we're on this journey. Maybe some message about American culture. America needs to reflect on its history. So is this character the embodiment of America? I feel that's, that's copying the character from my first episode. Um, but this would be modern American culture, and there's a lot that needs to be corrected about modern American culture. No offence. Um, so this is going to be another satire. It's a little chaotic. Or it's just problematic because this is a satire of American culture. So, this character, the MC, has got to be some kind of mm, reflection of American culture itself. So, it's got to be loud, brash, reject science. Terrible health. But overconfident believes he's the best but in order to seek enlightenment something's got to push him on that course so maybe he thinks he's the greatest but something happens we make which makes him realize he's not mm, i could make it another timely piece and have covid bring him to his knees mm, or just some illness The problem I faced with the last one was using COVID kind of makes it very much a piece of its time. Uh, 
whereas we always want to aim for some timeless element. So maybe I can keep it some vague foreign illness. Uh, afflicted with a foreign illness that signifies the East's rise in power. Symbolic of the East's rise in power because that's what America is worried about. China's on the up and America's on the down. Um, realizes mortality, and in typical American fashion, goes overboard and swings round to adopting mm, Buddhism. Got to be led on to Buddhism somehow if we're reaching enlightenment. I'm sure enlightenment features in other religions, but that's just what I'm getting. My ignorance is coming out in these podcasts. It's not intentional, I swear. Um, so yeah, why would he get an interest in Buddhism? Where do Americans get their knowledge? Twitter? TV? I think TV is more symbolic of America. Uh, but it would have to be some twisted version of Buddhism. Probably from an action TV show or something. Uh, I'm thinking of the movie Bulletproof Monk, <laughs> which was kind of Americanized. Um, so, anyway, he sees some overboard, sees some over-the-top TV show, and this puts him onto Buddhism. Adopts it with zealous vigor. Recovers from the illness completely arbitrarily, is that the right word? Completely. Ah, oh, words are escaping me today. It's a Friday, end of a long work week. Um, unrelated to his views, unrelated to his sudden adoption of religion, he is cured of the virus but sees it as a sign that adopting this religion is the right path. Recovers from the illness completely unrelated to his change in world view, but sees it as confirmation. Seeks, seeks peace by fully merging his Western ideals with his new found Asian obsession. Oof. That's given me the idea of lots of yellow fever subtext, but I think I'm probably going to avoid that. Um, I might add elements of that if I was writing the whole story, but I'm not 
as keen on this idea as my previous ones. But anyway, let's keep going. Who knows what will come out of it. So he goes off on this journey. It could be some kind of road trip. Um, so someone gives him the idea. So an ultimate kind of American symbol. Ultimate American symbol of the Washington Monument. And perhaps he gets the same idea. He gets the same idea about the reflecting pool. And he sees this monument, he sees this monument as the merging of ideals that he seeks. So he goes on kind of pilgrimage, sets off on a pilgrimage to the Washington Monument. And then although he's doing things in all the wrong way, he does actually stumble into enlightenment in the end. Um, and it would be nice if I could set him up as more unfortunate in the beginning, not just being unhealthy and having a bad attitude, but facing eviction, maybe gambling debts, gambling debts, um, maybe a victim of crime or Maybe he has a criminal past that would fit nicely with American history. Um, for B and E, should we call it B and E? <laughs> and so he's looking to escape these things and become better. Becomes obsessed with Buddhism, thinking it's already saved him from a virus. And instead of being swallowed by this Asian um disease he seeks peace and wants to merge the two cultures and as misguided as he is he ends up reaching enlightenment at the point he expected to but for different reasons so then we just basically have this road trip journey so we've got him going on this pilgrimage and arriving at washington in the end but uh, along the way Sticking to the prompt, he's got to become more and more fortunate. So, mm, he's not going to change much except at the end, maybe. When he reaches enlightenment, he'll at once see how stupid he was, but also be happy with where he is. Mm, so we need to invent this fun road trip. And road trips are no fun if... It's just one person traveling on their own. So I need somebody who's dragged along with him. Who could be dragged along with him? Um, comedy partner. This is going to be a comedy story. Comedy partner. If he's the loud, brash American who's trying to calm and reach inner peace, what would be a good foil? It's going to be someone who's going to take the piss out of his sudden changes of behavior. So maybe one of his best mates who is both appalled and amused by his friend's sudden change. So his friend represents the unchanged America. Ignorant 
of the future. Um, so the basic comedy is that this one's loud, brash American character is now trying to be peaceful and respectful and an exaggerated form of comic form of Buddhism and his comedy partner is reacting to it in a very surprised and shocked way like why are you doing this why are you being like this this isn't you you used to be so cool This is my only story without supernatural elements so far. <laughs> That's what you get for being a horror writer or dark fiction. But I'm trying something new. Okay, so cool things. If we can get in more kind of Eastern objects, um, caricatures, not caricatures, that's a bit rude. Not what I meant. I meant... Um, like historical figures or fictional figures, like Monkey King, something that kind of symbolizes Monkey King, or at least is, uh, at least is triggering, mirroring the Monkey King and Journey to the West. Maybe it could be a Journey to the West, except Washington's in the East. <laughs> so it's a Journey to the East. So he would be monkey. Ooh, maybe I'm onto something here. He would be monkey. His best friend would be Pigsy. I could do something like that. Okay, so he's kind of the monkey. This one's powerful brash figure who's been brought into a respectful, calm position. Monkey in a journey to the east. And then his friend would be Pigsy because he's still very rude. Um, so I would need the other characters as well then, wouldn't I? If I wanted to mirror that story. And then I'd have to think about how all the demon characters work in. <laughs> so this is becoming a journey to the... West parody, in a sense. Maybe his enlightenment is that he's set free of this delusion. His enlightenment is that he realizes the stupidity of his obsession and reaches a middle ground which ironically is what Buddhism is about, so it becomes more truthfully Buddhist. Um, yeah, but I quite like this. I don't want to do all the characters, but I quite like this idea of a Journey to the West parody. So he was trapped under this mountain of debt for 500 years, <laughs> and now he's been set free, and he's traveling to reach enlightenment. Um, so you need an equivalent of like the spider demons. My dog's getting excited about something. Probably not this story. Um, Journey to the West though with the spider demons, the spider queen or something. I only have a vague knowledge of the story. 
from uh, the Japanese version of the show. Mm. Spider demons. Spider, 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 spiders represent. I'm trying to think of a Western equivalent. The West has spiders, but I'm trying to think what a more realistic version of them would be. Uh, I guess I could make it some kind of um, seduction, lust, trial, um, which in American culture would be more of uh, strippers, strip club, something like that, uh, tempted, but he doesn't give in. And then, what's the other famous enemy the Monkey King fights? Uh, is the Ox King or the Bull King? He's like a big, strong character. So I'm thinking of wrestling now. Uh, the Ox King. So he would be like a wrestler. So somehow they're caught up in this situation where they're fighting this wrestler uh, I'm still aiming for just a short story so I'm kind of hoping I don't need too many elements mm. I'm not too keen on this idea but I'm trying not to let that stop me because it's still a good exercise like I wouldn't have hit on this uh, Journey to the West parody idea if I didn't keep going and maybe I've rambled a bit more than previous episodes, but sometimes that's what we need to do to get past the ideas. Like, I'm a firm believer that writing is all about not giving up. You never know when ideas are gonna hit. So even if this episode ends up being really long, I want to keep going. Um, so we've got fun road trip elements. Um, in Monkey to Monkey to the West, <laughs> Journey to the West, the, the the horse was a dragon, which is like a very traditional Chinese symbol. What would be a bison? A buffalo? Would that be the American equivalent? A buffalo, or would it be more of a fantastical creature like Bigfoot, or something? But I can't see him riding Bigfoot. <laughs> Unless it was a big wheel. Maybe it's a big wheel, like a monster truck. Maybe he rides his friend's monster truck or something. Or they get a monster truck. So that's how the journey starts. They get a monster truck. Okay, get a monster truck. I'll just put in bracket uh, dragon horse equivalent. I can't remember how he gets the dragon in the story, but I'm sure we can think of some kind of confrontation. Maybe with the spider demons, they end up leaving in a rush from the strip club and they steal someone's monster truck, which isn't very Buddhist, but that would be a good opportunity for lots of comedy. So yeah, his friend is tired. They start the trip. Okay, so here we go. They start the trip, but his friend is committed to returning him 
to his old ways, uh, detours them to a strip club on the outskirts of town, MC tries to resist, in doing so upsets a stripper and the club bounces, chased out of the strip club. He, maybe he tries to set the strippers free, like uh, they go to the private room where it's look, don't touch, but the MC is trying to set the strippers free from their life of sin. That's more of a Western idea, sin, but um, he's taking pity on them because of their, them being forced to do this kind of work. Um, so, uh, in the process, it ends up touching them, and then they call the bounces. Life of Sin, accidentally touches, chased out the strip club by bounces, uh, end up stealing a monster truck to escape when their car is surrounded or blocked off by people. They have to leave quickly, so they just abandon that car and they leave. Do 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 do. Done. Uh, so then they travel some more. Uh, my lack of knowledge about American culture is going to come out in this. I only know what I learned from movies. Um, so it might seem very generic. Some other fun incidents. We've got the Ox King and the Wrestler. So where do they meet the Wrestler? Uh, I'm imagining them staying somehow accidentally or circumstantially staying in a high-class hotel. Um... This hotel has its own entertainment. Hotel has its own entertainment, and they have tickets to a wrestling match. Um, the MC tries to stop the fight. The irony being that wrestling is all scripted. And in turn angers his friend and the wrestlers. He's dragged into the ring and they have to fight. Hmm. I'm still feeling this story is lacking some kind of emotional direction I'm thinking of different plot events but there's not much tying it together um, which is a bit of a shame uh, 
Men and they have to fight. Dun, 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 dun. Each time the MC is being kind of ridiculous. Um, and I think that's what makes him realize how silly he is at the end when he does achieve enlightenment. So I don't really want his incidents to get any softer in impact. Like each time he's hitting it hard, how bad he's failing at being a Buddhist or an American. And he's also supposed to become more fortunate. So being in this hotel is some kind of fortune. It's them escaping the strip club and getting a car. That's fortunate, if also illegal. Um, they managed to stay in this high-class hotel through a stroke of luck. And then... Um, maybe they witnessed the president or something. Maybe they... Maybe they come close to meeting the president and finding out what America is really like or this symbol of America. Uh, uh, gets close to meeting the president. This high symbol of America. Uh, and its power, but realizes he is just another dumb human. So it could very much be a Trump president. Uh, he's just another dumb human. So it could be COVID. Mm. And this disheartens him, but in wandering off to pity himself and his failing goal or that he perceives it's failing he ends up being at the reflective ref ref reflective pool contemplating his life at night time and it's at the moment of the sunrise that he reaches his big conclusion and attains enlightenment so what is it he realizes about His life that he's been trying hard to be two different things he's been trying really hard to be american and he's been trying really hard to be buddhist um, these two different extremes rather than just being himself and living his life and being you know middle road and respectful to people um that's all it took just a little bit of reflection hmm I haven't really hit that aha moment. Like, I feel like I've got the plot, but I haven't hit the aha moment like I did with the other ones, where I was like, that's it, that's the story. That's where it ends, and it feels complete. Even if there were a few elements. 
Um, I feel like it needs a bit more character development to tie it all together. Um, like there are little plot elements missing, like how exactly does he get the room in the high class hotel? Things like that. But that's the kind of thing that usually comes out in pantsing for me. Um, just the plot point of him being in that hotel is important. Hmm. So just to summarize, starting with the prompt, becoming fortunate, enlightenment monument, I've got this idea of this uh, epitome of Amer modern American culture whose life is just terrible. He's trying too hard. He's too loud, too brash. Um, he's got a criminal past, rising debts. He's upsetting everybody he's in contact with. And um, he suddenly catches this foreign illness, COVID-19, and he all, he suffers badly, but he recovers, coincidentally, at a time when he's watching a TV show that's some kind of over-the-top bastardization of Buddhism made by Hollywood. And... Um, he adopts this idea of Buddhism and he takes it to a massive extreme, bastardizes it himself, and then tries to convert his life. He wants to merge his Western ideal of American greatness with this newfound Asian obsession. And he believes Washington Monument is the place to go because you have the monument to the first great American president and you have the reflective pool which is a very uh, Buddhist symbol due to the enlightenment of, I can't remember who it was, but somebody reached enlightenment by looking at the moon in a reflective pool or a bucket of water. But that's who I meant. And so he goes on a pilgrimage. He drags along his best friend who's determined to return him to his old ways because although he's amused by his friend doing all these strange things, he's worried about losing his friend because he's never going to change from being the typical American. Uh, so they go on this road trip pilgrimage. Lots of comedy stuff happens. Uh, his friend tries to convert him by taking to a strip club, uh, but he ends up trying to save the strippers from their miserable jobs and lives, even though maybe they're happy there. Uh, the bouncers, bouncers chase them out. They steal a monster truck. Um, through luck, they end up Maybe they steal the truck of a wrestler, one of these wrestlers or celebrities. And so when they arrive at the hotel, they get mistaken for this guy and they give given the tickets to the hotel. That ties together nicely. And so they decide to check out this wrestling match, this high profile title fight. Um, again, he tries too hard with the Buddhism and tries to stop the violence. Ironic because it's all scripted and uh, ends up being dragged into the ring and being forced to fight this wrestler. And after getting beaten up a lot, he can't, he can't win. And he's feeling pretty bad about himself. But he learns that the president is also staying in this hotel. Or maybe they travel somewhere and the president is there. My dog's going off again. 
gone. And so he learns that this powerful American symbol is not as good as he thought. And so he's reflecting, feeling sad for himself at the pool. And that's when he reaches enlightenment and realizes he should just live his life as himself. I think that'll do. It's not a brilliant idea, but it's done. <laughs> so phew, there we go, we're at the end. Hello again. I felt I needed to add something to the end of this episode because it raised a few interesting points. Namely, why the hell is there a dog barking? Um, this gave me an existential dilemma for this podcast. So I just wanted to explain. Obviously, those aren't great production values, but the whole point of this podcast is that I am honestly generating a whole story outline from scratch and I'm seeing this prompt for the first time during the episode. So obviously there's going to be interruptions or things might not go quite as planned sometimes no matter how hard I try and I decided to keep it honest which means keeping the interruptions. I considered abandoning this episode, but there is some good stuff in it. Despite not liking the idea, I still pushed through and finished the outline. And there were parts of it that I like. So I thought it was worth showing. The other option was to edit or re-record or otherwise change. But then this would be sacrificing the integrity of the concept of the show. And it's not something I felt willing to do. So consider this a warning that future episodes might experience similar uh, low production characteristics, shall we say. But the writing is what's important and that's what's on display. And I'm sure for those interested and who want to see an honest writer's life and know what it's like, it won't make a difference. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back again next week with another hopefully smoother episode. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed the journey. Once again, I've surprised myself in a new way, and I urge you to give this exercise a try. Any feedback about this story, uh, your own ideas made from this prompt, or your support would be greatly appreciated. If you enjoyed the podcast, leaving a review really helps make us visible to more people. And a donation to our Buy Me A Coffee helps make time to produce more episodes of increasing quality. You can donate at buymeacoffee.com slash Emma Jund. That's E-M-M-A-J-U-N-E-D. The link's in the description. I'll return with another prompt and another blank page next time for another episode of Whip Dash. <laughs>